Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Go! I'm gonna wake you up early cause I'm gonna take a ride with you. We're going down to the Honda shop, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. You've lost that driving feeling. Oh, that Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiations Bible style. Not a big motorcycle, just a groovy little motorbike. From Honda Motorsports of Winston-Salem, it happens to be in Winston-Salem as a coincidence, right here on Stratford Road. And today is food, fun, family, and a four-score tournament. That's all going on, and we're going to get to all that in a minute. But also on today's Christian Car Guy show, the road to prayer. And yes, Bill, that there might be a motorcycle on that road, or even God. But Bill, you've got some stuff on motorcycles today that you want to talk about insurance. People rarely think about what happens if someone is injured by their recreational vehicle, their all-terrain vehicle, or their boat. Thought we might take a little time to talk about misconceptions, holes in insurance protection, and the need to think about what could happen and whether you're prepared if somebody's injured by your recreational vehicle. Wow. But what I'm talking about, the road to prayer. (laughs) You see, my life selling cars, the basic thing they taught every young car salesman, they call it the road to the sale. And every car salesman out there knows exactly what I'm talking about because it was beat into your head. This is the road to the sale. You got to know the road to the sale. Number one is meet and greet. Number two is you got to establish common ground. And then number three, you got to qualify and fact find. And number four, you got to do a feature presentation. Then you got to do a test drive. You got to do a trial close. You got to do a close. And then you can deliver the car. It's all about the road to the sale. And there were many variations, and they taught that it's a step by step way to sell a car. And in my view, understanding these steps really does help with selling a lot of different things. But here's a really cool thing I discovered this week Jesus gave us this plan way before. 
anybody ever taught it to a car salesman. They didn't even have cars back then, Tom. But <laughs> those same principles that Jesus gave us in the road to the prayer could take you on even the road to a marriage or the road to intimacy with God. So all you car people out there, you know what I'm talking about today. You were no, you know about the road to the sale, and I don't know if you've ever thought of how it lined up with Jesus' teaching on the road to prayer. And I will tell you, if you take the Dr. Sonny acronym, ASK, which Jesus said, ASK, and you will find there starts with A. Seek starts with an S. It's, and you'll find, right? And right. knock, which starts oh, with a K. Ask. It's its own. It's an acronym within an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> Ask, seek, knock. We're going there. We're going to find out all about that. And today in our last segment, for those of you who follow Christian Car Guy Theater, I'm so excited to tell you that we have Jailhouse Justice Part 2. Bad Brad has busted out of jail, and Deputy Eustace is in hot pursuit. You don't want to miss that. It's coming up in the third segment and last segment today on Christian Car Guy Theater. So food, fun, family, and Foursquare, and here is the voice of the Truth Network. We have Tom Booth, and how exciting is it to be out here today? Good morning. It is very exciting to be out here this morning, and I am interested to know more about Foursquare. And send a kid to camp. That's right. That this is that. Yeah, that's the uh, thrust of this um, this whole gathering here today. Send a kid to camp. camp. Yeah. So, which camp are we talking about, and (laughs) and how how do we do this? We're talking campaigns, and anybody that comes in today. Obviously, we're out here. If you're in the area now, I realize if you're in Seattle, Washington today, you're in Salt Lake City. That might be a bit of a drive. So in your case, you can you can go to our website and email us and send a donation, and we'd love that. But we are sending kids to campaigns here in North Carolina, and the people that are in our area, we sure would love for them to come for send a kid to camp Saturday, and for any donation of any amount, they're going to get Stu's book. Stu's book right here, Last Words of Jesus, just right. in time for the Easter holiday. <laughs> Well said, Tom. And a Foursquare tournament, what's happening there, right over here in the Can-Am building, because we really are at Honda Motorsports. I mean, we're surrounded by motorcycles, Can-Ams, there's Sea-Doo's back there. There's all sorts of stuff. But the Foursquare tournament over there, for those of you who know what Foursquare is, it's, it's kind of like a cross between basketball and dodgeball, and they have a ball and... Anyway, they're having a ball over there, and the winning team gets an all-expense trip to Myrtle Beach. So come over here. You you don't have to register. Just come right in here and join in the in the tournament. It's going to be going on until one o'clock. Stu himself is over there four squaring Tom. Now can we be we would be a team, right? How many four on a team? So, well, what are you laughing for? (laughs) And then there's food. We got we got delicious Krispy Kreme donuts. They're hot and fresh. We just got those off. Krispy Kreme on Stratford Road. They are hot and fresh. Do you see them, Tom? I see them. (laughs) Yes. So we are live here today. We would certainly love to see anybody that wants to come out. It is Send a Kid to Camp weekend, and we would love to give away a lot of Stu's books. So all this, again, is at the website, ChristianCarGuy.com. There's hundreds of articles. There's all about this road to the prayer and, and how that works out with the asking and the seeking and the knocking. And this is going to be fun. We're going to enjoy talking about that, as well as a podcast of Christian Car Guy Theater. You can listen to all the previous episodes. You can find out how bad Brad got even put in jail to begin with. <laughs> you, you don't know, do you, Tom? No, I don't. And then, 
Also very important at the website, ChristianCarGuy.com, the Jesus labor of love. That's car repair, labor, single moms, widows, families in crisis. And for those of you who have been listening for the last few weeks, you know we've had this lady that needed a transmission, and then she needed another van, and then this lady, a listener, called in, Tom, after we locked our shields and donated a van. Really? Really, and wow. I got the title this week, and I got to meet this lady. How sweet. And she gave me the title, and now next week we're going to be delivering this van to Raleigh, and it's all God working through about that? the listeners because there was a lot of prayer going on that day when we were really in a bind. We did not know how to help this lady. She has a, um, a daughter who's in a wheelchair, so she had to have a van, and it was just it was a miracle thing. So, again, the Jesus Labor Love, it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com, but Bill, we got to find out about this man. People are out there riding stuff, and they're not—they're not properly covered. People often, people often think a moped or a motorcycle cannot do much damage, so having it properly insured is not that important to them. But there are a lot of accidents where a motorcycle or a rider might get knocked down, and a lot of traffic will dodge to try and keep from hitting them. Those accidents that happen as people try to keep from running over that motorcycle or that rider is the responsibility of the motorcycle that went down there have been people riding all-terrain vehicles and fall off or run in or run over that can be a very expensive and dangerous accident if somebody spends a few days in the hospital or lord forbid dies that can be a life-changing financial problem for the owner or the operator of that all-terrain vehicle Motor vehicles, all motorized land conveyances are excluded. All motorized land conveyances. Well, there you go. If somebody's got a tank. (laughs) If it's got a motor on it, it's excluded from your homeowner's policy unless it's used for the upkeep. Tom, that tank out in your backyard. (laughs) It's not covered. (laughs) It only gets two miles to the gallon, too. Well, a lot of people think that golf cart that they own or that four-wheelers that they cruise around on their property own is insured. And they let their kids, let their friends ride it, or they run down the street and they cause an accident, or they're off in the woods and they... Those things are excluded by both your and so homeowners do they make policies and your auto. That, uh, they do. They do. So there's a special kind of insurance that you you're like for a golf cart. There's a special policy for a golf cart. There's a special policy for that. Does uh, it cover you if somebody hits you with a ball? <laughs> probably not. And yeah, you know, the picture of that goat that you put up on the webpage. If your goat falls off the back of your motorcycle, that's not covered. But it's really important to sit down. See, well, we have to go back to the goat on the motorcycle because a lot of people are going, what in the world? Well, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, Tom, he sent me an article that last week. And he said, Robbie, I sent you this article. But he did not send a title. And so I thought, I need to come up with a title that would be somewhat catchy, humorous. And so I found a picture of a goat on the back of a motorcycle with it. And I said, we're not kidding. You need <laughs> I assumed all your listeners started their day looking at the Christian Car Guy webpage. And I wasn't kidding. It was right there, the goat and the whole thing. So we come back. We're going to find more about this insurance issue. We're going to find out about the road repair. But we are still live from Honda of Winston-Salem. It is Syndicate to Camp Saturday. We're having food, fun, Woo-hoo. family. We need you, though. Without you here, it's not near as much fun. So we have so much more coming up. Stay tuned.
Yes, we are live from Honda Motorsports of Winston-Salem. That's Honda, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, all that stuff. And we have fun family food in Foursquare because it's Send a Kid to Camp Saturday here at the Truth Network. And we've got this Can-Am building over here. They're doing a Foursquare tournament, so we got still plenty of time for you. we got chicken minis and Krispy Kreme donuts, Tom. And Lots of fun. Oh, man. So if you're in this area, we would love to see you. But either way, we've got a great show lined up for you. Bill's talking about... What about recreational vehicles and insurance, and what are some of the things that might concern you there? And then we're going to talk about the road to a prayer. We're going to get to all that. So, Bill, when we left our hero, you were in the tank with your goat. <laughs> and uh, you, were, you were not covered. You, your <laughs> recreational vehicles are not covered by your homeowner's policy, and they can't be added onto an automobile policy. You need a special policy. So if you're worried about somebody stealing them or wrecking them, but worse, if you're worried about them being the hub of an accident or somebody on it being injured, you need to make sure you've got a separate policy to take care of that risk. Often it's not that expensive. And so this is one of those places, right, Tom, where with many plan counselors, plans succeed, you know, that proverb of having somebody in your, you know, circle of friends or an agent that you can actually talk to, not a 1-800 number, so to speak, but somebody that, that, that knows these things. All right. And there's nothing like, I'm telling you, when you remember the hurricane came through last fall, I was in Colorado fishing at the time with my granddaughter, which I've told that story, which she loves to tell everybody is her. But anyway, um, <laughs> and <laughs> I lost my train of thought. All right, I was in Colorado fishing, and, and my wife called me, and my daughter's, there was a branch that went through the roof of her car. Wow. And there's nothing like at that particular moment having, um, having <laughs> an insurance agent. There you go. I had your 1-800 number to call, and, uh, and, and I had somebody to talk to. We do. In my office, the phone rings over to my cell phone nights and weekends just in case a client has an emergency. We like to be there for them. And if anybody would like to review their coverages with me, even if you're not insured with me, it would be my pleasure to take a little bit of time to do that. And while I've got a moment, I want to put in a <laughs> plug for campaigns. No matter where you live in this nation, if you're looking for a really great place for your kids to spend a week or two during the summer, I can personally tell you that the YMCA Camp Haynes in our area is awesome. And you can go to camphaines.org and look it up. But it is a really great way to spend a week or two during the summer if you're a youth. Yeah. And that's why we're doing the Send to Camp. You know, and Tom, it's amazing how many kids fall in love with Jesus at camp, fall in love with the worship experience at camp, and they grow closer to Jesus at yep. camp. Yeah, that's right. And it's also amazing how many people can't afford to go to camp. You know, there are a lot. I mean, it's a. I mean, that's an expense. It's a big expense, and a lot of parents don't have the money to send their kids to camp. And so, uh, this is a this is a great thing that's going on with the Send to Camp, 
kid to camp. And come in and get a donation. If you give us a donation, uh, we'll give you a copy of Last Words of Jesus, First Steps to a Richer Life, Stu Epperson Jr.'s first book. And yes. <laughs> and it really is. It's an Easter an Easter a treasure. Yeah, it really is. It's to spend time thinking about what Jesus went through in his passion and what those things meant. Mm-hmm. And, and even their whole connection to uh, it connected so many dots of the Bible for me. And speaking of dots of the Bible, we got to get to this road to the prayer, right? <laughs> All right. And, and for those of us we were talking about earlier, if you ever sold cars, which I would love for you to call in at 866-348-7884, if you have any question or comment or you, you want to know something about what we're talking about, or maybe you've got a, a four-wheeler that you want to insure and you've got a question for Bill, by all means, 866-348-7884. But all of us that sold cars, and, and probably anybody that was trained in sales, they had some type of road to the sale. These are the steps. These are the things that you're supposed to do. And I'm going to bet you that that all of them you ever came across had something to do with some kind of a greeting, some type of an establishing common ground. And you might know that Jesus established common ground with common ground, <laughs> the parable of the soils, right? <laughs> anyway, you want to establish common ground. And then you moved into the qualifying steps and, and on you go. So I want you to think, I was, I was reading a book by D.L. Moody called, well, we got it at the NRB, it's called Prevailing Prayer. Mm-hmm. It's one of the Moody classic books. And in that book, he said that you can, you hear that motorcycle in the background, that's pretty good. Huh? Wow. He said that you could take Christians and you can put them in those three categories of askers, you know, where Jesus talked about in Matthew 7, ask, mm-hmm. seek, and knock. Mm-hmm. He said, you've got askers, you've got seekers, and you've got knockers. That's <laughs> just, just the way he put it. Nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, Bill, <laughs> nonetheless, anyway, I'm still trying to, th- I still have this picture of him uncovered with a goat. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Our goat was on the back of the motorcycle. <laughs> on the tank. But anyway. As I thought about that, I really started to think about what really Christians are in those categories, and what exactly does that mean? And as I began to, uh, as I began to, to process that, I thought, wait a minute, this is like the road to the sale. That when you just take for example, that you met a girl and you wanted to, to go out with her, right? You would ask her out. That's the first step. You got to establish common ground. You got to. Have a meet and greet. So you would ask, and then then, then you would find yourself seeking, <laughs> right, to find her house. And you would have to go through the neighborhood looking for where to go, which is very similar, if you think about it, Bill, to, you know, what it's like, you know, when you're in that qualifying step trying to understand what kind of car somebody wants to buy. You've got to find the perfect car for them. Well, it's the same kind of thing. You've got to find the girl's house. And then once you find the house, you're not going to go out on the date if you don't knock on the door. That's right. And what Moody said, which I thought was phenomenal, was that so many Christians knock on the door of prayer, and then like the little kids, they go running away before they get a chance to go in. Uh, and we're going to get to all this stuff, Bill. Good. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> you promise? <laughs> it's called the road to a prayer, and I'm not losing my mind. But we are at Honda Winston-Salem on Stratford Road. If you're in the area, please come join us, because we got food, fun, family, and Foursquare. It's all right. It's not a big motorcycle, just a groovy little motorbike. It's more fun than a barrel of 
Yankees that two wheel bike. We'll ride on out of the town to any place I know you like. We are live today on the Christian Car Guys show from Honda Motorsports of Winston-Salem. Honda Can-Ams and Sea-Doo's all around us. How wonderful. And we've got food, fun, family, and Foursquare. A Foursquare tournament going on as we speak. Somebody's going to win all expense. Not all expense, but some expense. It's an accommodations package to Myrtle Beach. And no, it's not a Times Square, Tom. It is, it is really a nice thing. My wife and I have been on it several times. It's, it's really a nice thing. And it does have some... Other amenities like rides and things that they go with the Myrtle Beach thing. And all you have to do is enter the Foursquare Tournament, and it's all because it's send a kid to camp Saturday. Campaigns. Campaigns. Yes. And so for a donation of any amount, we have got these Last Words of Jesus books. We would love to give these out. Of course, we would love to meet you. And, and you know, right. a lot of folks have never... We, we, Tom doesn't get out with us at all these I events. It's really much. nice <laughs> to have the voice of the Truth Network here it, and, on the Christian Car Guys show. And it's a pleasure to be here. I understood. That, now, is Stu, Stu is going to be here to, to autograph these books, right? He is here. Yeah, I, And he's out. He's in the Foursquare thing. I think he's 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 playing as whatever. He's good. He, he will be here, and okay. he will sign them, too. I mean, he will sign him, Tom. Tom. Well, he'll <laughs> sign him any way you ask him to, I bet. <laughs> You're in rare form today, Bill. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah. I was, <laughs> you can get Tom Booth to sign the book. If you want. Right. You know, <clears throat> however it works. But we were, when we had left our hero this time, we weren't in the tank with a goat. We were in Robbie and in in, in talking about the road to a prayer. And this acronym that really, I, I think Dr. Sonny would be proud because it's an acronym inside, an acronym of ask and seek and knock. And I was comparing it to the age-old concept of the road to the sale, and I really want to go back through that. And, and the nice thing about remember to ask is if you're asking, you're asking and you're seeking and knocking, all three in the same thing. So if you're selling a car, right, you've got to ask a customer if they need help. You've got to walk up to them. If somebody's in this showroom right now, watch the salesperson. I'll bet you very shortly they're going to ask them if they can help them. Right. And their first thing that they're trying to think, if you're a good salesperson, is what kind of motorcycle would be good, what kind of Can-Am, what kind of would be good for this particular person. So they're actually seeking, Tom. Okay. They're, they're seeking the right vehicle. And, and if you're a good salesperson, I assure you that that's what your motive is, is you're, as you're sitting there processing with your customer, what would fit their budget, what would be good for the size of their family. If, like we talked about the lady of love, she's got to have something that, that would fit her daughter in the wheelchair. You've got all these issues that you're literally seeking, trying to find a way. Well, think about prayer for a minute and how you're seeking. I don't know if, if I bet you are like me, Tom. You get up in the morning and you're in the Bible and you are seeking to find the Lord mm -hmm. and you start reading a passage and you're like show me Jesus yeah. right it, it's a seeking process right right and so you it's, you open it up by asking if it's okay then you came and you began to seek through this whole process and then while you're seeking to find the right vehicle you find the right one and they go take a test drive and they're like oh man this is exciting and it fits my budget well at some point in time and I have sat with many, many, many car salesmen over, over the years. They would never ask the closing question. 
which was simply, and I would teach my salespeople, there's an easy way to do this. Just say, do you want to get it? Yeah. Don't, be, don't say today because then you sound like a car salesman. Do you want to get it today? <laughs> don't do that. Just say, do you want to get it? And, if, and, and that's a closing question. It's a great question. Mm-hmm. And if they say no, then you're on the wrong car. They don't have the, you, you need to find a car they really want to buy. Okay. Okay. And so when you're there with God, do you want entrance into heaven? I mean, you have to knock, right? That's what Jesus said in Revelation. Knock and we'll be open to you. You have to close. You have to say, I want in. I want in. And when you, and that's where communion takes place, Tom, because that's what he says. I'm going to eat with you and dine with you, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm tying this all together, Robbie. I'm tying it all together. Good, good. And sometimes, I, I mean, it breaks my heart to think, but I do that. I knock on the door and then I run away while like the little kid who, who, who rings the doorbell and runs. Because yeah. I'm scared. I used to do that when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do that, Bill? You got to claim it. With (laughs) prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Paul said. The thanksgiving is you've got to say, thank you, God. Stick with my acronym, Bill. (laughs) Well, I don't know. (laughs) That sort of got us in a little trouble in the last section. (laughs) It's ask. A is for asking. S is for seeking. (laughs) And K is for knocking. You have to knock. And, and, And think about, really, in Pilgrim's Progress, what an amazing book, by the way. And, I, and by the way, it's free. You can go to Google, Book, Google Books and get it on Google Playbooks. Absolutely free. One of the greatest Christian classics of all time, Pilgrim's Progress. Mm-hmm. I have it. Right? Well, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And there, what happened before he got to the, to the narrow gate, right? He had to go through the trough of the spirit. Think how much he started out by asking, and then he was seeking. I mean, he had to go through the, you know, that trough and all that stuff. He was, his family was beating up on him. Talk about seeking. Right? But when he got to the gate, he still had to knock. And, and, it's, and it is part of the process. And what a cool thing to think. And it has to do with what we talked about with the Jesus lover love, labor of love. <clears throat> that all these people that prayed with us that day that, this, that somebody would donate a van for this lady in, in Raleigh. And, of course, we got needs coming in every week. And I got new ones. But I, I want to celebrate the ones that I see where God has just come Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And obviously, it started out with somebody asking for help, mm-hmm. right? And then we had to go out and seek prayer. We, we, yeah. we sought people to pray and all this. And then this lady actually called Tom on Monday, or actually over the weekend, and left a message on the Truth Network, you know, right. to say, Robbie. And so I didn't get the message till like 10 o'clock the next morning, on Monday morning. And I was yeah. actually kind of bummed thinking, well, I don't know what we're going to do for this lady. And then here comes this message where this lady actually said, I want, to, I want to lock shields with you guys, and I want to donate this car. Wow. And it was a, it's a 2005 Dodge Caravan. Wow. And, um, you know, what a gift. Now, where, and where, where was this lady that was donating it? And where's the, the lady that, that, was, that needed the vehicle in was in Raleigh, actually, in the Cary area. Uh-huh. And the lady that donated the vehicle is here in Winston-Salem. Okay. And it needed a couple little things done to it. It needed um, a... a catalytic converter and it needed this and we got some help from some other people who donated some money i mean if you just saw how god came through in all this and and i just think wow all these years i was taught 
and I know how well it worked because I sold a whole lot of cars and I taught a lot of people how to sell cars by understanding the road to the sale and understanding the road to the sale from a standpoint of, wow, if I really, really, really want to try to find the best car for a customer, the, the, the salesmen that could do that, that, that were the biggest seekers, the ones that really tried to find the right car, the color that they wanted, had the options they wanted, made sure it was in the price range they wanted, those were the great salesmen. And, and, and think about God up there watching how you are seeking. And he loves that. He loves that. But the being the greatest seeker in the world does not help you if you don't ask the closing question. At some point in time, you've got to get to the point where you go, do you want to get it? Yeah. And so what can I do to put you in this car today, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the wrong question? How about a tank with a goat? Would that be Robbie, better? we need your, your credit card, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, getting back to our insurance, did we leave anything off that, that you wanted to make sure we got covered? It is a really great idea. At least every two years, sit down with an insurance professional and have them review your entire program to see if for just a couple dollars more you can get ten times more coverage or if there's some large hole that you need to consider whether or not to take care of. You need an insurance professional in your life you can sit down with eye to eye and shake their hand and make sure that everything's done properly. There you go. And we are so excited, really, to have the next episode of Christian Car Guy Theater coming up for you here in just a minute. I'm looking forward to that. Jailhouse Justice Part 2. And, oh, Eustace is on the, on the prowl trying to get bad Brad. It's going to be quite an episode. But in the meantime, you've got plenty of time to make your way over here to where, Tom? Absolutely. We're Honda of Winston-Salem, and we're on Stratford Road. And Did I say the wrong Well, one? it's it, Honda. Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Can- all that stuff. Yes. The recreational vehicle place. Over what a showroom. <laughs> Amazing. It all is. the different wonderful rides right here within. That's because it's fun, family, food. That's hot, a, hot Krispy Kreme donuts. Well, they were hot when we started the show. <laughs> Man, you could They're spend a whole afternoon just looking at what they've got here for you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all that, and you can see we're having a lot of fun. Meet Tom Booth, Stu Epperson, Bill Mixon. You could p- live in in person, and we would love. we got lots of gifts and stuff to give away. We would love to see you, and I am so thankful, really, really so thankful for your seeking today to listen to the Christian Car Guy Show, for you staying with us in our silliness, and really for all you guys do for this ministry. We are so appreciative of all the radio stations that carry as well. God bless. You guys have a great weekend. Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, Jailhouse Justice, Part 2. Last time on Jailhouse Justice, Part 1. Holy cannoli! Oh, what do you mean, what's a 1074? A 1074? Well, hang on just a second. Let me look here in my pocket guide here. Oh, oh, a 1074. That's a jailbreak! Oh, my goodness, from the... From our hospital, Allie. Brad's on the loose. Oh, Jimmy, can I take your Jeep? I, I don't think this is a job for the Corolla, and the sheriff has our car out on his way to Denver. Oh, here, 
Here's the keys to the Corolla, and oh, and get Allie somewhere safe. May, maybe back to her grandparents. I'll see if I can head them off. Sure, Eustace. Isn't everyone over at the church? There's been a jailbreak. Shots fired. There were two state police guarding Brad, but he escaped just now. Eustace has gone after him. But what's Eustace going to do when he catches them? Ned, boy, was I glad to see you. That was more adventure than I bargained for back there. Ludovic's not big on failure, Brad. He wasn't about to risk you saying anything, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he wanted me to share this with you. Ned hands Brad a picture, and Brad's face turns to horror. No, 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 he knows I would never talk. He wouldn't. And now, Jailhouse Justice, Part 2. Oh, great. Just great. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. How could Noir even know I had a daughter? And now he's got my daughter. So now I either get that alley dingbat or my daughter suffers her fate. Noir will sell my daughter to that sex trafficking gang. How could I get myself in so deep? I can't even show my face around this place anymore. How in the world can I possibly snatch that girl again? Oh, wait, wait. Oh yeah, now that might work. Hmm. Meanwhile, Eustace is in hot pursuit in Jimmy's Jeep on Highway 11. Miles from nowhere and even more miles away from the escaped Brad. Suddenly, it occurs to Eustace that he isn't even driving the police car. He's driving Jimmy's Jeep. The car parts don't miss a thing as Eustace starts talking to himself. Well, you just can't leave real police work to the state guys. All they had to do was watch one prisoner. You'd think they could handle just one prisoner with all that training they get for Pete's sake. Well, who am I kidding? I'm the least qualified deputy in Colorado. I mean, I have no business being out here looking for a real criminal. What if I find him without the sheriff? Then what? Gracie Gastank sees that Deputy Eustace is running on empty and injects her two cents. Jeepers, we got trouble. It seems the deputy has dropped his shield. His shield, mon ami? Oh, Gracie Gastink, are you saying that Eustace cannot be on patrol without his badge? Not that shield, Frenchie. I'm talking about his shield of faith. He's lost faith in himself. But worse than that, he's forgotten who saved his bacon when Brad shot at him the last time. God answered Miss Bonnie Sprayer, and that bullet hit his hat, not his head. Sacre bleu! You are right, Gracie Gastink. The shield of faith is très important. What can we do to get him to raise his shield, Mosey Motor Oil? You are the slick one. Hmm, yeah, I'm a slick one, yeah, I, mm -hmm. Hey, hey, now, if, see, if we could just create a situation where Eustace would call Pastor Jack, see? Now, Pastor Jack, you know, never talks to anybody without offering to pray, ain't that right? Mm-hmm, and that will raise that shield. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, hey, hmm, hey, I got it, I got it. Eustace knows that Jimmy has gone to the church, right? Well, remember, if something started happening to the Jeep that Eustace couldn't stop, Eustace would have to call Jimmy. And Jimmy will be there with, guess who? Pastor Jack, that's right, and Bonnie, and Bob, and Miss Annie. 
Now, if that group can't raise the shield of faith, I don't know who can. You see what I'm saying? That plan seems a little Mickey Mouse, Mosey. But I'll give it a squirt. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Now, what is it with these darn windshield washers? They won't turn off, dagnabbit. Oh, this Jeep has a mind of its own. Oh, oh, fooey, I... I'm going to have to pull over and call Jimmy. Eustace carefully pulls the Jeep over and gets Jimmy on the phone. I'm glad you called, Eustace. We were all so concerned about you. Have you seen Brad or the getaway car? No, I, I haven't seen a thing. And I can't see a thing because your windshield washers won't quit. What is wrong with this Jeep? Gee, Eustace, it's, it's strange, but those washers do tend to act up when there is trouble. What is it, Jimmy? What's going on? Jimmy puts his hand over the phone. Not sure, Pastor Jack. Eustace hasn't seen anything, and now the windshield washers are stuck or something. And Eustace doesn't sound right, Pastor. He just doesn't sound himself. Let me talk with him, Jimmy. Jimmy hands Pastor Jack the phone. Eustace, any sign of anything besides the washer problem? Well, like I told Jimmy, nothing, Pastor Jack. Nothing but a wet windshield. Uh, oh, listen, Pastor Jack, I, got, I just feel like... I, I don't know, Pastor. I, oh, I just, I just don't. I'm just not the right man for this kind of job. Well, why couldn't the sheriff be here? This is a highly dangerous situation, and I'm all alone out here with no clues, and I, I can't see a thing because of this. This jeep is crazy. Eustace, any good police officer needs to make sure he is fully equipped, right? And that means you need the full armor for times like this, Eustace. You see, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, we are told to put on the full armor of God, and the first piece of armor we have to put on is the belt of truth. You need some truth right now, Eustace, and the truth is, you are certainly not alone. In fact, those who are with you are greater than those who are against you. You need to believe that truth, Eustace, and believe it with all your heart. When you believe that particular truth, Eustace, not only will you be putting on the belt of truth, but you will be raising up your shield. That shield is part of our armor because the Bible tells us, above all, to take up the shield of faith. We have more armor to equip you with, but for now, let's get these two strapped on, the belt of truth and the shield of faith. Is it all right if I pray, Eustace? That's another part of the armor that is called all prayer. I don't know, Pastor. You, you talk a good game, but this is, this is life and death. Eustace, since these words are straight out of the Bible, I know it's true. The truth is, we can trust God even when we can't trust ourselves. Pray with me, Eustace. God is on his way. He will never leave us or forsake us. All right, Pastor. I guess I have nothing to lose and, and everything to gain, you might say. And I sure could use that shield of faith right about now. Heavenly Father, we so desperately need you now. Lord, we always need you, but our brother Eustace needs all the faith you can give him, Father. And all of us here right now, Jimmy and Allie, Bob and Bonnie and Miss Annie, we lock our shields of faith, dear Lord, and we believe that you will come and give our brother Eustace the faith that he needs. Yes, Lord, we trust you. Jesus, help Eustace. Holy Spirit, fill Eustace with your power. Father, we know that you are ever-present in our times of need. Oh, dear Lord, I know you love Eustace with all your heart, and you will come to his aid. Tune in next month for another exciting episode of Jailhouse Justice, Part 3. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, do you think Wally Winchie a whopper? 
worked for Microsoft. <laughs> Why did you say such a crazy thing like that after today's episode, Daddy? Because <laughs> he's so good with windows. It looks like everyone will get a window seat into what's really going on inside Deputy Eustace's mind behind that mask in this episode. <laughs> but you're so right, Daddy. Eustace's lack of faith here could really get a lot of folks hurt, maybe even killed. Even one shield down in a Greek army could lead to total defeat. Pastor Jack's lesson on getting Eustace some armor right now couldn't have been more timely. He sure has me listening. <laughs> Brandy, and this being a car show, you auto listen. <laughs> oh boy. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator.